when I had to look at the original plan that I told you about for this particular show, I thought I was going to have memories from a chili challenge that I had gone to, plus some Kansas side barbecue memories. The barbecue memories seemed a bit weak, but the chili ones seemed very strong because they would lead into a second story pertaining to one of the hottest peppers I have ever eaten in my life. I refer to the jalapeno. I like them, but they were way, way, way too hot. I had my first one in a taco for a Spanish food day in high school several years ago. That's only the beginning of the story. I'm going to tell you, as Paul Harvey would say, the rest of it over two segments on this edition of the New Directions podcast. My adventures with the jalapeno pepper. And that is how it is pronounced, my friends. Jalapeno. I will tell story number one on the other side of this break. take a moment to tell you about a new addition to my bookstore. It's the sequel to my book, Climbing the Faith Ladder, which is called Continuing the Climb. It talks about transitions that have needed to be made on this journey to ministry. It talks about some things I've had to go through. It talks about some things that are helping me look ahead, most especially in a year where not a lot of looking ahead was going on. The book is available at Amazon.com slash author slash Terry Runyon. It is $9.50 for a paperback and $9 for the ebook. I invite you to pick a copy up as you follow my climb to ministry. Continuing the climb, a new addition to my bookstore. One of my newest Facebook friends is a gentleman who used to be a 61 country disc jockey named Buster Bradley. Now, he figures into this story very prominently because I know for a fact that in 1997 he was MC for a contest that, quite honestly, I was very, very dumb to even consider being a part of. Now, this was in Old Town Lenexa. And this was the home for several years up until this year, and we, yeah, I know the reason why it didn't happen this year, of the Lenexa Chili Challenge. There were a lot of good chilies around Old Town Lenexa. They were a lot of fun to try, and I enjoyed trying them very much. But one year, and this was this was in '97, I had the bold idea that I could eat a garden fresh jalapeno pepper. Now let me kind of set the stage for you a little bit. Garden fresh jalapenos 
have seats on the inside of them, along with a few extra parts therein, that make them very, very hot. Now, these peppers were fresh out of the garden hot. Prime for this contest. This was a Saturday afternoon. I was a part of this contest along with another gentleman and a lady. Buster Bradley, then from, then from 61 Country, was the MC. Well, let me kind of set the stage for you. We were the only three people that were in this particular contest. And let me kind of, we'll just make a long story short and give you the final score right here and now. The lady the only one of the three of us in this contest ended up winning winning it. And would you like to know, my friends, how many peppers this young lady ate that afternoon? She ate 12 of them. How she was, ab how she was able to keep them down is beyond me. Well... The second place, which was the guy, ended up eating three. And they both won first and second place ribbons. And I bet you can guess, ladies and gentlemen, what place I ended up in. And yes, it was third place. I was able to manage eating two of these Garden Fresh Jalapeno Peppers. I would be lying to you if I said it was a comfortable experience. It very definitely was not. And we will not go into details about what happened along the lines of those peppers the rest of the afternoon. I'm just going to say three words. It was unpleasant. And then the following year, 1998, I made my way back to the very same contest. But I deliberately showed up late. Let me set the stage for you. The contest in 1997 started at 11 o'clock in the morning. the contest yeah and I think that the contest the very same the next year in 98 started at the same time and Buster Bradley was very very ornery with me because of the fact that I did not I did not deliberately show up until after the contest was over the Lord's Prayer says the following, ladies and gentlemen. It says, lead us not into temptation. I listened to those words very, very carefully in 1998. I resisted the temptation 
I did not let myself get led into Garden Fresh. Now, let me kind of share with you a little bit what I have learned through the years about them. The only way that you are able to take care of these little spices is through milk. Is with milk, I should say. And I'm not really a fan of said product. I was stubborn enough to think that water would have done the trick. But sadly, it did not. And this was, as Adam Richman used to say in Man vs. Food, I'd say in the struggle of Man vs. Jalapeno, on this afternoon, Jalapeno won, and Jalapeno won big. I'm going to break away from this story for some bluegrass for you before I regroup and try to tell the other story, I'm going to turn you over to the man who started this little thing called Bluegrass, Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys. The song is called Blue Moon of Kentucky. We've been doing some of the songs on our new album, and I'd like to do an old time that I wrote back in 46 and recorded it, and this was Elvis Presley's first song out on record. This number is entitled Blue Moon of Kentucky. father of bluegrass himself, Bill Monroe and the Bluegrass Boys, the song Blue Moon of Kentucky. I felt the blue moon after my jalapeno fun that day, guaranteed. On the other side of this break, 
I'm going to tell you a story about another experience I had with jalapenos that started off pretty well, but unfortunately did not end the same way. It was a win to start winning the battle, but, well, I'll just wait to tell you the story on the other side of this break. I'll be right back. Would you like an early Christmas gift idea? This is Terry Runyon from the New Directions podcast with a suggestion involving shirts. Bonfire.com. I've I've gone together with Bonfire.com to expand the shirt line for you. I have them available for both men's and women's in all sizes. I have a premium selling for $24.99. I have a classic at $23.99. The sweatshirt is at $35.99. It's a crew neck sweatshirt. I have a tri-blend t-shirt at $28.99. The women's are at $24.99. The v-neck, $24.99 as well. The comfort colors, and there were a bunch of them to choose from, are available for $27.99. So the price range is between $23.99 all the way up to the sweatshirt price, which again is at $35.99. They're all available from bonfire.com and I invite you to check them out whenever you can. In early 2014, I started working for the Walmart Supercenter in Shawnee. And now fast forward one year. I was working in produce, and I had this idea that I would like to buy a batch of jalapeno peppers. I had an idea for a cooking hors d'oeuvre that nobody had a recipe for, and I created this one, proud I am to say, on my own. In this recipe, I was going to, and this was the plan, I was going to cut the jalapenos open, take the seeds and everything else out that would make it too terribly hot. And I would be, I would put in some pre-cooked sloppy joe mix with the sloppy joe hamburger, etc. And I would cover it with pepper jack cheese. I had several batches of this. You could find evidence of this on my Facebook page. I made this idea, stuck it in my oven for about 10 minutes, and brought them out soon after that. They tasted pretty good. They looked pretty good, too. And I was able to halfway tolerate it. I even took it to church meals and things like that for a while. But, unfortunately... Too much of a good thing added up to a few unforeseen circumstances. Like, for instance, I bought another batch not too long after this first. And I had the idea to try this again. Now, I started out thinking that I was doing this right. I had, I had the gloves. 
You're supposed to wear gloves when you work with food these days anyway. And I followed the same plan that I thought I was doing right. I cut the, pe cut the pepper, took the seeds out, took the rest of the hot stuff out too. But there were two things that I... There was one thing I didn't count on and one stupid move that I personally made that did me in with regard to jalapenos. Number one, this batch was a heck of a lot hotter than the first batch I bought. Secondly, now this is something you absolutely do not do, but I blew it on this particular day. Like I said from time to time doing narrations with Dad on vacations, in light of stupid things to do, I pulled one on this particular afternoon. I was dumb enough, now I was wearing the gloves, mind you, but at the same time I was dumb enough to wipe my face, that which was sweating anyway, with the gloved hands that had the jalapeno juice on them and made myself burn a heck of a lot worse. We, did, we didn't do as many batches as before. And I think the jalapeno peppers ended up going a different direction anyway. Like away from us. Because I couldn't do them anymore. My mother took over, tried to cook them as well. They were too hot for her too. So I guess lesson learned in this particular instance. When you're buying something that hot... Make sure they're not too terribly hot. Make sure also that your taste buds will be ready for this. Make sure also that you are not letting yourself get burned. And do not rub your hands with jalapeno gloves. Avoid doing that at all costs. My hands were clean, guys. The gloves were clean as well. But that pepper batch was way too hot, and that did me in. To this day, ladies and gentlemen, I have gone to Bell Peppers. Less hot. Tastes, tastes much, much better. They don't burn your throat as much either. So the ultimate winner between man versus jalapeno, hands down, ladies and gentlemen, where this man's concerned, jalapeno won. I think we're going to end this segment the same way we ended the first, with a little bit of bluegrass. Ricky Skaggs and Bill Monroe were going to take us through this song. Here we go. As soon as we get this going here. The song was originally a hit for Mr. Monroe. And here the two are. And they'll let them introduce it. I want you all to get together and make you welcome here tonight. Ricky Skaggs, come on. Kentucky Thunder, come on. Thank you, Bill. How about you play one with us, huh? Would you sing one with me, too? Yes, I would let you. Yes. Well, howdy. How are y'all doing? Good to see you tonight. Bill, it's always, uh, always a pleasure to be on a show with you anywhere we are. 
and it's not a big deal. I'm not trying to correct you or anything, but I was I was six. I wasn't eleven when I played with you the first time. Is it okay? I, I don't believe you remember your age right. <laughs> well, maybe I don't. <laughs> Actually, if you said it was eleven, then I'll uh, I'll agree right now. Y'all doing okay tonight out there in uh, television land? Oh, we're going to do a song that was a big number one hit record for me. And, boy, um, oh, he was really glad about this. Of all the country songs that I've done, uh, it was really nice to, to have a bluegrass number one record. So, uh, believe me, I was mighty tickled about this. And Bill wrote this about his fiddle-playing uncle, Uncle Penn. Get it, boys! Thanks to people like Bill Monroe and Ricky Skaggs, I have a renewed appreciation for bluegrass music. I really enjoy, I enjoy this very, very much. All you have to do is just plain flat out pick and sing as well. And you could just have a lot more fun doing it. The bluegrass jams I've had the privilege of hosting on the Kansas side over the 10 plus years I did were a lot of fun to do. And I'm hoping to be able to bring something like that to Gladstone, Missouri in the not too distant future. But I won't bring any jalapenos, I promise you that. A look ahead to our next edition of the podcast is next.
tomorrow night here on the podcast, we're going to conclude this series of the Fall Festival stories. We're going to bring it home to Missouri and most especially to Kansas City, which was the home of the American Royal Barbecue for many, many years. I've got a lot of stories to share with you about my own personal memories, about trying the meat out and really enjoying barbecue for perhaps the first official time. Really can't say, but join me tomorrow night for Memories of the American Royal Barbecue right here on the, on the New Directions podcast. Moving to final thoughts this evening, I want to share with you, and I believe this is from the movie The Green Mile, Thomas Thomas DeGree posted this. It was from The Green Mile. This was from one of this gentleman's favorite movies, and this is a line that I think is very true now more than ever before. It reads this way. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired of people being ugly to each other. I'm tired of all the pain I feel and hear in the world every day. There's too much of it. You don't even begin to realize how right you are. And it is my hope and prayer, ladies and gentlemen, that somehow, someway, the pain will finally find a way to end. That's going to wind things up for tonight's edition of the New Directions podcast. Thank you for being with me as always. We will see you to talk about the American Royal tomorrow night. Until then, from the Olympics in Seoul, South Korea in 2009, going to give you some more Tommy Emanuel to get us out of here. Here he is with Amazing Grace. Hold on just a minute. There was uh, uh, a guitar player, a, a young man who uh, came a long way to, to come to my concert. He also came to my, my workshop and um, uh, he wanted to meet me and, and I, I met everybody that day that, that was waiting there. And when I, when I shook his hand, the, the tears went down his face. He was so full of emotion, you know, and uh, this is an amazing thing, you know, when, when people are so full of emotion, you know. There's a lot of love in the world for this music, you know, and uh, that, that's why I, I tour so much and I, and I play so much is because um, it's, it's a good job. You know, and when I play, people get happy. And uh, that's why I'm here. It's hard to play. It, it takes a lot of work. You have to work every day on it. And then that's not a downside. There isn't a downside, really. Um, it's just, you know, the guitar is an instrument. It's like one day you pick it up and you feel like a great master. And the next day you pick it up and you feel like a fool, you know. You go, well, what's wrong? Why can't I play it? It's because we are different every day, you know. But the guitar is always the same. Beautiful.
know what's coming. I have, I have been playing for you for 45 minutes, and I have chosen somebody I would like to give my new CD to. in her face and, and the way she loves the feeling of music. I'd like to play a gospel song for you. This is Amazing Grace.